Your insurance needs are as unique as the work you do and the industry you're in. Having the right protection in place is just the start. There's so much you can do to mitigate risks to your business for today and as you grow. At Sovereign Insurance, we're here to help with valuable information, insights, tips, and tools to help you protect your operations. Visit SovereignInsurance.ca to learn more. Diversify. Don't just put all your eggs in one export market. Think about what other export markets you could do well at, and EDC will help you figure that out. With Export Development Canada, doing business abroad doesn't need to be risky. We take on the risks so you can think bigger and grow confidently. EDC, take on the world. Learn how to create and launch effective direct mail campaigns with Canada Post's Essential Guide to Direct Mail. Visit canadapost.ca forward slash DM guide to get your free copy. So you want to grow your business. Now what? MailChimp's all-in-one marketing platform. That's what. It has all the marketing tools you need in one place so you can save time and money. And it's powered by a marketing CRM so you can collect, organize, and understand your audience data and make smarter marketing choices. MailChimp. That's what. Learn more at MailChimp.com. Building your dream work-life balance, scaling up, discussing the topics that matter most to entrepreneurs. He's Rivers Corbett on the Startup Canada podcast. Welcome to the Startup Canada podcast, a show serving Canada's entrepreneurship community. On this show, we connect you with the most innovative and entrepreneurial movers, shakers, and change makers across Canada. With day-in-the-life stories and in-their-shoes experiences, we dive into the true grit of running startup and scale-up companies and those driving the entrepreneurial movement. The Startup Canada podcast show is a production of Startup Canada, the national rallying community for Canada's 2.3 million entrepreneurs. If you are a regular show listener, welcome back. If you're new to the program, don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play Music, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. You know, one of the great things I love about interviewing amazing rock star entrepreneurs from across the planet is what we learn from them. And that's why I started Go Forth Garage. Go Forth Garage is all about providing you with the resources, the coaching, the mentorship, the programs to help you and your business just check us out at goforthgarage.com. That's goforthgarage.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Startup Canada podcast show. Really appreciate our next guest for a couple of reasons. One is because of his time, but also as for his time again. We had a little bit of a technical issue a couple of days ago, and Isaac's been a very kind, kind individual to uh, to come back, and we're going to get this show happening. Today's guest is a well-known entrepreneur, business owner, and philanthropist, Isaac Olawafi, launched Dreammaker Ventures in 2016, which is a private equity firm launched to provide mentorship and capital to small and medium-sized businesses in all industries, successfully operating in multiple divisions, including a brokerage, real estate development, wealth management, property management, education, private equity, and yes, you can't leave out insurance. Mr. Olawafi Jr. is the recipient. Yes, I love it. That's right. 
Yes, I'm sure that's your favorite one too, Isaac. <laughs> uh, Mr. Olawafi is the uh, junior is the recipient of numerous awards and letters of recognition, including a Harry Jerome Business Award, an Enterprise Business Award by Planet Africa, an Arbor Award from the University of Toronto, a Business Leadership Award by Leadership and Governance Canada, Inc., and more. And in addition to his membership into the Ryerson Innovation Circle, Isaac is a member of the advisory board for the infamous DMZ at Ryerson. In 2015, Isaac made a very generous $100,000 donation, which named the Isaac Olawafi Digital Media Experience Lab in Ryerson's iconic Student Learning Center. In the start of 2019, Isaac will be launching a first-of-kind black tech incubator out of a Canadian university through a combined gift of, get this, $1 million to the university. Isaac, welcome to the Startup Canada podcast show, sir. Thank you very much. Really appreciate the invite. Yeah, it's great to have you, and for all the right reasons. Um, the first one, I, and we mentioned about going off a of script, I want to I want you to tell me about Planet Africa. Yes. That's, that's so cool. Can you, can you tell us about that organization, and congratulations on all the awards, but yeah, tell us about that organization. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, so Planet Africa is an organization that was started by Moses and Patricia uh, Mawa. Um, it was actually started... Uh, several years ago, I think it's going on over ten years ago now, and mm-hmm. and they're 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 doing great work. Is um, they've now transitioned to Afro Global, um, and they also have other brands like uh, Transformation Institute, uh, which I was part of the 150 um, recognized um, Canadians, um, and they had a, a book um, sort of put together um, for that. So I was there with other. Um, notable Canadians um, in business, entrepreneurship, yeah. philanthropy. It's interesting you referenced the fact that they had other brands. I've never heard of other organizations, projects, whatever referred to as brand. Do you specifically refer to it that way because because of you know your your background in business, or uh, is there another reason you refer to it as a brand? I think it's so cool. Um, yeah, well, I guess when I when I think of brands, I think of markets. Um, you know, when you when you think of you know the auto auto industry, um, there's you know one company that could have multiple brands um, depending on the market they're trying to reach. And and, and it's, it's funny that's sort of how DreamMaker was was sort of split into multiple brands slash cool. companies targeting targeting different um, individuals and, and so let's, communities. let's take let's take that journey into DreamMaker Ventures and you know, all ideas start with the seed of either opportunity or pain. Uh, what uh, what 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 inspired you to create DreamMaker Ventures? Yeah, so DreamMaker Ventures came roughly ten years into me being in the real estate business and um, in the Canadian business um, ecosystem. Um, so, you know, we were running our real estate um, business, DreamMaker Developments, et cetera, for the last decade. And then I realized over the last um, four years that, you know, tech, innovation, entrepreneurship was something that was the future driving the Canadian economy and mm. wanted to have uh, an arm that would also participate in that growing economy um, within the tech ecosystem. And I wanted to be able to invest um, into the future companies coming out of Canada. And that's when we we launched DreamMaker Ventures. And the first place we, we went to to sort of look at some of the best tech companies was, was the DMZ, um, mm. which came as a result of the 
of the gift um, that we gave to the Student Learning Center. So it, it sort of organically built out to to a venture company. At, at first, it was just really, you know, investing into um, or donation into the um, Student Learning Center, um, the name in the room, Isaac Orolafe Digital Media Room. Uh, which the premise behind the room is to provide access to students, um, different technologies uh, for students to be able to use and create ideas with. Um, and then the whole um, idea of investing in ideas came about after I met with some very um, inspiring and bright entrepreneurs. Yeah. Well, what's your what's your impression of the entrepreneurial landscape in Canada uh, right now and where we're going in the next two years? Um, I think it's definitely growing. Uh, we've gone from uh, you know where traditional businesses to to now growing it on the the tech ecosystem and and not even at a small small scale. You know the government and other corporations has really helped to fuel the the tech ecosystem um, over the last three to five years. The the Canadian government has put put in almost a billion dollars into the VC space, uh, which by flooding the market with that much capital is created a lot of, um, of money in the ecosystem for, for companies to be able to access the capital and to grow. And as they're growing, um, they're able to now employ, uh, which is a big economic um, um, driver um, for, the, for the economy. So yeah, so definitely we we definitely see a lot of more companies coming out um, from, especially with all the different incubators that are being um, sprung up around the GTA. Um, obviously, yes. the notable ones like Communitech mm-hmm. and uh, Mars and the DMZ. DMZ. Yep. Yeah, but now you have you know One Eleven, you have Next Thirty Six. You know, York University set up, up their own incubator. You know, UFT obviously has their own incubator. So all the major institutions, uh, then Techstars is now um, here as well, too. And then you have even um, real estate entities like Collier's partnered up with incubators because of the growing need for prop tech. Um, Aviva getting active in the tech space um, because of uh, insure tech. Um, so you see other corporations from different industries um, yeah, putting their foot into the, the tech ecosystem as well. It's <laughs> As you're talking about all this amazing activity that's going on, I remember my, in a business in high school for me was either accounting class or typewriting. Yeah. It was one of the two. Right? <laughs> so it's just so wonderful to uh, to see it in that direction right now. It's it's uh, it's very, very cool. Well, it's a great um, time to be in Toronto. Definitely a great time. Yeah, it's uh, it really is. Um Look, you're you're a philanthropist. When when did you, you know, and obviously giving back is an important part of uh, about your journey uh, as yes. uh, as an individual. But w- w- did you did you get to the point that you, you were doing business and you said, okay, now I need to give, or was it just an innate part of you know organically became part of who uh, your business is? I, I guess the way I ask you that question is, is that I see organizations struggle with uh, when do I move away from from my own survival to ultimately I have to give back? Yeah, no, it's a great question. And I, and I think really is organically something that's been part of me from from when I was uh, 
a young boy. Um, you know, growing up, Christian family, going to church, paying our tithes, and and giving back, doing mm-hmm. charity work within the church is always something that was was instilled in me. So, you know, once I finished at University of Toronto, I felt, you know, what would be a good way to give back, not only to the university, but to start uh, shed a light on an, on, on, on a program that is um, underfunded. And that was um, African Studies at New College. Um, and that's why that was our first endowment. I was, you know, I was 25 years old and that was sort of my, my journey into institutional um, relationships and partnerships. Yeah, very cool. Um, it's a pretty uh, pretty exciting year for you. You're launching the Black Tech Incubator out of Ryerson, and plus the Black Innovation uh, Fellowship. Tell us about that journey. It's it's very one. It's innovative, uh, two impactful. Um, so yeah, tell us about that story, and what are you hoping to to see from uh, from your endeavor? Yeah, so yeah, so our hashtag is change the narrative, and and that's literally what we're trying to do within the tech ecosystem, you know, Um, change the narrative, uh, you know, diverse communities continue to face barriers in accessing lucrative entrepreneurship opportunities um, created in Canada's tech ecosystem, but with especially black entrepreneurs, you know, immigrants that are come here and female, um, the challenges are alarming. Um, so we felt, you know, what's the best way to do it than trying to partner up with the best tech incubator uh, in the world right now, actually, for, for some of the work that they're doing so that it could provide three major things, um, access to a top incubator, um, access to mentorship and attraction team, and most importantly, access to funding. Yes. And you know, for us, the, the metrics that we've created is that in, in five years, there'll be 50 companies that will come out of this incubator, all black-led businesses, um, and those companies will, will get access to the best tools, get access to the best mentors um, within the tech ecosystem and be able to grow their business um, through access to funding and access to companies to, to drive their product. Um, and, and that's an economic um, impact that we're we're going to drastically see um, with within Toronto from a from a community that's right now not playing heavily in the tech space. Mm, and why does why do you think that's not the case? So I think right now it's really just exposure um, okay. and access, and, yeah. and and that's really what we're trying to trying yeah. to break. Uh, it's not it's not a lack of um, willingness. It's not a lack of putting in the work. I think it's just a lack of exposure and and the environment um, not not set up not set up for it. So we're we're trying to help that, you know, and that's why you see other organizations that are out there. Um, like like move the Dow and and other female organizations that are trying to drive more females into into uh, into tech or even you know from the government's point of view and corporations trying to drive more females um, into corporate boards. Yes. So we're we're trying to do that as well too, um, but taking a different angle um, underrepresented communities and racialized communities as well. Yeah, I, I love I love the fact. Of, that you're taking responsibility for getting the message out. I was I saw on LinkedIn I don't know, about a month and a half or whatever it doesn't matter about this conversation around that we can't name a female scientist. And you know the, the the narrative was around you know why doesn't society get it? 
And my response is, well, whose responsibility is it to relay the information about the female scientist? To me, it's yeah. the scientific world, the scientist world that needs to take on that responsibility. And uh, and you're doing that, which is uh, which is just fantastic. So, what, what are what are some of the challenges that you're you're facing beginning a uh, your, your incubator? Because you know, it, there's it's not just in Toronto are a lot of incubators popping up. It's right across the country, and yeah. you know. Uh, as as communities are leading in listening into this and and com- corporations are listening into this it's the okay how do i get started so let's talk about incubators and and what's the what's the journey uh that are it's critical in the beginning to be successful correct and 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 for me and and for dreammaker as a whole we we didn't want to recreate the wheel uh you know we we knew that ryerson you know, led by, you know, the, the visionary uh, former president Sheldon Levy and now um, being driven by the current president, uh, President Mohammed. You know, there was a lot of work and effort put into setting up the foundation of the DMZ and all the different zones that it has. A lot of resources, um, a lot of research to get to where they are at right now as the number one um, tech incubator out of a institution. Um, so for us, we said, why not just plug into what already works? Um, so so that's what we were fortunate to be able to do. And, and then we said, OK, what strategic partners can we bring to the table um, to bring credibility and also get the word out? And, and we're fortunate to, to get uh, Shopify, um, BMO and Women's Foundation um, as the three founding um, partners um, with, alongside DreamMaker Ventures um, when when launching this incubator. So that's, you know, typically doesn't happen that fast, um, but we were fortunate. And I think because of the message and what we were trying to achieve and the fact that we were doing it in a recognizable uh, incubator already, um, it, we were able to get partners on board right away. And we're, we're excited to see the impact um, this program is going to bring to the tech ecosystem. What's the vision for it long term? Yeah, the vision long term really is is to not have a need for it. Um, <laughs> I it was, love it. I love it. Yeah, right, that's that's I the ultimate. It. That's the ultimate. <laughs> you want to kill it off, man? I love <laughs> it. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. Yeah, right. It's it, it's it's really just to, <laughs> to create an even an even playing field, and yeah. and and that could only happen through exposure and access. Beautiful. You know, and you know, it's and 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 our hope is that you know, on all levels of government and through corporations, um, there wouldn't be no you know gender or color um, right. when you look at for for companies to invest in, companies to incorporate within your business and companies to buy products from um, yes. so we're just we're just really doing a, a a little bit of a push to the to the to the space um, yes. you know we're fortunate to be in Canada and more mm-hmm. importantly Toronto a very diverse city mm-hmm. um, so and and that's why um, we were able to get a lot of respect um, positive response once we did the launch yeah you know, it's, you know you t- you, we are lucky to be in, in Canada in that regard and uh, I'm I'm living on the east coast where we're just within the last six or seven years we see a lot more culture a lot more diversity and so on it's absolutely beautiful but I was reminded about how far we've come when I was watching something on CBC the other day about a school in, in West and Vancouver I think it was and they were saying it's the majority of kids there are Muslim and it's just you know 10 years ago it just would not be the case and how beautiful yeah. is that that we really are are moving in that direction so Correct. so so cool yeah. um 
I want you to to talk about the biggest challenge that you faced owning DreamMaker, and I don't want you to talk about the industry you play in. The, yeah. I want you to talk about as an entrepreneur, uh, so that entrepreneurs who are leaning into this conversation can say that relates to me. And thank you for sharing that with me, Isaac. You know, definitely the biggest challenge is is multitasking, right? As a father. Um, Husband, you know, three three daughters, you know, trying to <laughs> <laughs> prioritize, you know, um, you know, business meetings and and school activities. Um, definitely, that's been one thing that I had to put a lot of effort on um, to make sure um, none of it um, fails. <laughs> um, so, as an entrepreneur, that's um, that's always something that you always got to keep in mind. Um, and then the ability to to pivot, uh, like you know, we we started off. Um, and condos, and then we pivoted off to stack townhouses. Then we started off as a brokerage firm. Then we pivoted off to a property management company, pivoted off to a development <laughs> company, and then we realized the uh, technology was growing. So we we pivoted and and launched a venture arm. So as an entrepreneur, you need to be able to see the market um, before the market actually comes, and and yeah. know how to position yourself to succeed in the market, regardless of uh, whether it's a down market or an up market yeah. um, so the ability to pivot is um, very important the ability to work um, to multitask and and uh, the ability to prioritize I love that three girls what are their ages eight six and three and how and what are their names <laughs> Kayla, Naya, and Alea. I love the names. Yeah. Having the name Rivers, I just really connect into names pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> so, how what, are, what is how old is how old is the middle child again? Uh, six. six. Okay. Years. How does she describe? If someone, if I was sitting down with her now, and sorry, you, you said her name, but it's gone already. <laughs> What's her name? Naya. 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 How does if Naya was here, I said, tell me what your dad does uh, when he uh, what, what he does to to uh, keep himself busy when he's not at home. What would she say? <laughs> she says, "Daddy is a dream maker," <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. And then and then she'll she'll mention like the the DMZ and Dragons Den and Shark Tank yeah. and construction, right? So it's uh, all the all the stuff she we 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 talk about. <laughs> I bring them onto the construction site Good all the time, you. and mm. and then on weekends we. We watch uh, Dragons Den and Shark Tank, so they're they're just as much involved um, already in it. <laughs> That's so brilliant. I, I, you know, you know I, I, I always say to people, I'm I'm bilingual. I speak English and business. And <laughs> <laughs> And that's what you're teaching those girls to do. And good for you. I have two girls. Uh, oh, nice. They're, they're older and a boy. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a special special relationship. That's for sure. To do, uh, oh, absolutely. To so, um, uh, what about you? You talked about balance. You talked about family. Uh, what about you? What do you do to, uh, to kind of, I'll say, recharge or unwind? <laughs> Sports. I'm a big sports fan, uh, okay. and uh, you know, I, it's funny. I, I took that being a sports fan into sort of uh, incorporating into the business and good for you become, uh, becoming the, the jersey sponsor of Canada basketball, and um, nice. because of my my love and passion for basketball, and uh, so yeah, so definitely that's you know myself and my wife. You know, we enjoy you know the playoff games as sure uh, that that uh, the Raptors are in. And, yeah, it's uh, exciting. And definitely, and the and the season. Yeah, so definitely sports is a way of just you know relaxing and calming myself and watching a lot of Netflix as well and yeah. documentaries. 
Yeah, it's a. Uh, I watched two documentaries in the weekend. Uh, one was on uh, the the singer, the singing group, the Carpenters, and the okay. other was about the about the Partridge family. You know, all come from my age, but it's so oh, yeah. cool to dive into <laughs> these stories behind the stories, and yes. Netflix affords you to do that. And so, it, it, what it, what's reinforcing here is the learning you can get from diving to other people's lives yes. and one appreciating their journeys, but also learning from their journeys also. Correct. Correct. So, uh, so that's, that's very cool. Um, what's, uh, what's, um, uh, what's the message that you, you know, what's your message to entrepreneurs looking to start a business that's kind of related to mentorship because mentorship is really regarded as free. Yeah. And so how do you build a business model around it, Isaac? Well, I think it's, it's first off having passion, right? Uh, right? Like if you're able to show the passion and the dedication um, in a business and in an industry that um, a lot of people want to get in that may not be able to get in or easily, um, that's where you could become a, a role model and a mentor, right? So, um, but that comes through first, you know, becoming knowledgeable about the, the industry and the space that you're getting into. So becoming an expert in it yes. and then having that passion and that dedication. And then through that, you know, individuals trying to get in will be able to see that even if they don't have day-to-day connections with you, but they'll be able to see and learn through the passion, dedication, and sacrifice um, that you put in as an entrepreneur. What's, um, if, if, a, if an entrepreneur is coming to you and they've got five minutes with you to pitch an idea, and I'm not saying pitch the idea for, for you to say, okay, I'm, I'm interested in investing, but pitch an idea to you that you say, I really like that. I think you per- should pursue it. Is there certain nuggets that you're looking for in, in that pitch? That uh... oh, oh yeah, absolutely. I like again to see how knowledgeable they are um, of the space that they want to enter. Yes. Um, are they creating something that is um, is needed or something that people just want? Um, so so how yes. important is that is that um, product? And it, are they disrupting an industry that's been around mm-hmm. for a long period of time? So to take a look at that and and how much um, sweat equity. And, and sacrifice are they willing to put it to make sure that it's successful, right? And so I look at all those those um, those areas, and then based on that, I'll be able to sort of bet and say, okay, you know what, this is someone I could bet on, or this is someone that needs yes. to still go back and, and put together a better business plan. Are you shocked, uh, and maybe you're not, uh, at the uh, at how how little entrepreneurs actually followed that advice? even though it seems to be consistent amongst all yeah. seasoned uh, investors. It shocks me still when you hear from people, well, who's your customer? I don't know. What's your value proposition? I don't know. It, it's just it's just give me money. Are you shocked that that still exists? Uh, it's prevalent today? I am I am shocked. Uh, again, because there's, there's so many examples of, of what qualities and 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 steps you need to do to to be successful but but especially as an entrepreneur but that's why very few business succeed right, uh, right. because you know this sometimes people say you know the easy way out is just you know start a business um you know work from home right but you know it is that's the hardest thing to do you know yes. you got to self-motivate yourself yes. you know you there's no guarantee of a sale so you got to go out there and 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 get that sale and you know regardless of the period 
of the time, whether the market is up or down, you gotta you gotta generate revenue. Mm-hmm. You gotta run a lean a lean operation, right? So there's so many different hats that you gotta wear, learn, and then be able to de- um, delegate as well. Here's one of my pet peeves that uh, that I'm, I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to connect with is that I I get a little annoyed as to how much effort we put towards training people to pitch to investors and not mm. enough time to teach them how to pitch to customers. Mm. What's your thoughts on that? That's interesting. No, that they, you got to know your customers, right? And that client relationship is so 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 important in in any business in any industry as well too yeah no no absolutely i i agree with you there there's more and that's because you know you always want to raise capital raise capital and 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 sometimes you know when you have a good product you have good customer base you know capital will follow yeah right so so i think yeah so you i think that's where the focus needs to always be yeah beautiful um we get an election coming up federally in september and dream maker ventures is running in the uh, in the election and lo and behold no surprise to anybody Isaac, you have become the Prime Minister of Canada in September. What are you going to do in your first six months to nurture, to further develop the entrepreneurial uh, uh, landscape in Canada? Interesting. Uh, great question. Well, what I, I, what I would do is, is, is make sure it's as, as diverse and inclusive as possible Makes um, sense. Mm-hmm. from a from a funding point of view so if we're if as a government we're, we're, we're deploying capital into the into the ecosystem i'll make sure that is spread out um, to as many diverse communities as possible because the more diverse uh, um, you get uh, the more opinions you're able to get and and the more creative those opinions are able to be and you get a different perspective so so to continue to grow the and as we do that, it also makes us uh, more of an international um, country and business could go more international as well, too, because we understand the different communities that are out there and the different cultures that are out there as well, too. So I think investing in those type of businesses in that space will, will definitely allow companies that are created here to enter any type of market. Well, I love it. I love that you've referenced the exports, you know, going into other markets. I remember I was at a conference at one point in time, and the, the guy who was up there speaking, he says, if we don't learn how to go after them, they're coming mm-hmm. here anyway. So we better darn well figure it out. And you just reinforce that point that, uh, yeah, we've got to have the, uh, the one, the, the, the business knowledge, but then the cultural knowledge to be able to go into those markets. Correct. Exactly. Um, yeah. Isaac, uh, it's been, this has been a wonderful conversation. Oh, um, I, got, I got a couple of uh, more questions for you. The first one is, um, the first one is, how do people hang out with you? What do you, LinkedIn profiles? Uh, what's yeah, the best um, way? Yeah, so uh, LinkedIn is Isaac Dreammaker Olafe, um, and the corporate website is dreamto.ca, um, and um, the venture is dreammaker.vc. Beautiful, beautiful. So. What's uh, uh, you've got uh, your three your three daughters in front of you? You're watching you're watching um, uh, the Dragons Den, uh, <laughs> and it's all fun stuff. And all, I've met a few of those folks, and they're they're awfully good people. All yeah, no, they are. They, even they Kevin do such O'Leary, a great job. even yeah, Kevin, Kevin O'Leary, <laughs> he, was, he was just you know he's just playing that role as we all know. But yes. um, but you're saying you've got you've got one thing to to. 
to advise your daughters on that is key to their success as an entrepreneur, and you can't give them any more advice for the rest of their life. And you can't use the answer, be passionate about what it is that you want to do. What are you going to tell them? Um, dream big and have faith. God will see you through. Amen, brother, on that one. <laughs> it is so true. That is simply, mic drop. I can't. But it, this, this conversation is over. <laughs> over over i've had a lot of conversations with people uh, and none of them have made me tingle like you just did <laughs> you're epic you are epic my friend and uh, thank you so much for this opportunity to have this chat uh, yeah it's all good stuff keep doing your magic Jeez. thank you sir Thank you for joining us this week on the Startup Canada podcast, a show dedicated to unlocking the entrepreneurial potential of every entrepreneur with access to inspiring stories and tangible lessons to help you run your business. Till next week, I'm Rivers Corbett leaving you with the latest startup community news and upcoming events like our popular hashtag Startup Chats on Twitter every Wednesday and Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. 